Welcome to the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. From now until kickoff, Fred Hubner and Brian Handler talking Bears football. Listen live on ESPN 1000 and the new ESPN Chicago app presented by Points Bet Sportsbook. Also brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, ComEd's Energy Efficiency Program, Marquee Sports Network, and CBDMD. Are you ready? Um, yeah. Welcome to the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. On Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000. I kind of think that both Bears and Packer fans are ready for this one. Week 17 of the NFL season. And, Brian, one of the few games today where both teams would like to get a victory. Yeah, no doubt about it, Fred. Obviously, Green Bay playing for a bye, number one overall seed, and so that's incentive enough. And we all know, I mean, you live in this city, and uh, you're even if you're not the most diehard of Bears fans, you realize what's at stake here. And, again, people are conflicted. Already on our Twitter feeds, I see Bears fans. I mean, how do you not get juiced for a, uh, a Bear-Packer game that actually means something for the Bears? Right. And Right. But given this season, I understand it. I mean, I absolutely understand how people are conflicted because here we are, week 17, Fred, and we still don't know. You know we They are who we thought they are? No. We don't know who they are. No. And tonight, today, and maybe tonight, after today, we'll, we'll have a much more clear picture of legit, you know, trending the right way, or this was all against bad teams, and we're back to square one about who stays and who goes. Yeah, three one two three three two three seven seven six. It'll be interesting throughout the entire course of the game. We got a couple of poll questions. We'll run those down in a couple minutes. Um, one of the articles in the paper today said this is the Bears' biggest regular season game since the twenty thirteen finale. If you remember what happened with that one. Yeah, someone fell down. Yeah, it was just 38 seconds left. Aaron Rodgers threw a touchdown pass to Randall Cobb for 48 yards on a fourth and eight to keep the Bears out of the playoffs. Um, Let's hope it doesn't come down to that. Uh, That was disgusting. I remember that. Everybody's all pumped up, and all of a sudden, they just leave Randall Cobb open. And it's like, oh, my God. What well, is yeah, going on? Yeah, it's um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, I've, we've seen that game so many times before, but that actually, you know, kept the Bears out of a playoff game, right. and, and it's not an annual experience where the Bears are in playoffs. So, a couple years ago, great, you know, it, 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 you would like it to be sustained success, Theo. Um, you'd like it to be knocking on the door every year, and yeah. just trying to get to the Super Bowl, but. You never know. I mean, twelve and four becomes eight and eight becomes what after today? Nine and seven? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. And um, one of our poll questions is: What do you think is the result of the Bears game today? Um, you know, the result of the day. You know, today uh, will they be the sixth seed? Which they can do. And a lot of people don't even know that. They just thought that they could be you just squeak in, but they technically could be the sixth seed. Um, if they win and Arizona wins, they'd be the sixth seed. The Rams would be out of the playoffs. So A, the sixth seed, B, the seventh seed, C, pink slips, or D, no playoffs but status quo going forward. Yeah. Uh, that's one of our poll questions. You can get it at on Twitter. At no ESPN one gets 1, fired, right? right? So you lose the game, but hey, you, you had a three-game win streak. Pick yourself up off the mat. Uh, the offense went from the the absolute worst in the NFL or pretty much 31st, 32nd in every major category to 
more than respectable and, and putting together 30 plus 30 or more points a game for four or five weeks. So everything's good. And we'll come back and try to get them next year. So everyone's back, the GM, the coach, the quarterback, and we'll just tweak some things. We'll be good to go to go after Green Bay again next year. Yeah, and one of the other poll questions is if the Bears win the game today, and I've already had people say, what do you mean if? It should be yeah, when the Bears win yeah, the game. Yeah, we were corrected. Yes, yeah. we were. So if the Bears, reprimanded, I Yes, believe. I think so. Uh, if the Bears win this game, will it be because of Mitch and the offense or the defense? And uh, – you know, people always look at it, and you'll see the back page of papers, and it'll, it'll say Trubisky against Rod. It's not Trubisky and Rodgers. They're not in the field at the same time. It's Mitch against the Packer defense, and it's Rodgers against the Bears defense. And when you look at Mitch and Aaron Rodgers, there's no question who the better quarterback is. So you know which defense needs to step up more, and that's the Bears defense to try to slow down um, the Packers with Devontae Adams and with their three-headed running game, which they have now all of a sudden with uh, with Dylan coming in. In after last week and stepping up and I'm always scared about their tight ends Robert Tunyon and you know they they can score from everywhere and hey but they are without their big stud left tackle yes they David are David Bakhtiari so you know time for the defense to to pressure Aaron Rodgers get to Aaron Rodgers put him on his rear end um I, you know being mean-spirited at times sometimes I'm like that Fred I don't know you know <laughs> uh yeah I thought okay Trubisky in the offense, Bears defense, see injury to Rodgers or Devontae Adams. Um, yeah. Yeah. We didn't go see. We just want no. the air B. We want right. it to be in the Bears' hands. Yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, so see what happens with the game. You can always jump on and give your uh, comments, 312-332-3776. The, um, watch, uh, yesterday, I uh, glutton for punishment, I guess, I sat and I watched the uh, Packers-Titans game again. <laughs> And it's very interesting because in that game, when it was six six nothing because they missed the first extra point, they Titans stopped the Packers and they got called for hands to the face, which continued to drive. And then the Packers went down and scored again. And then after that, it was over with. They just kept scoring, and um, the Titans actually had a stop. And it, it could have been a different game if one of their guys doesn't get a, a hands to the face on th- third and eight. And they actually had stopped the Packers, and they were going to end up putting. And then the, there's the flag sitting there in the snow. Um, so they they can be stopped. Uh, the question is, can this Bears defense stop them with a couple guys in the secondary that are young guys, Duke Shelley and also uh, Kendall Vildor f- filling in for Jalen Johnson and Buster Screen. Can they slow down an Aaron Rodgers? And like you said, it you've got to get to got to put pressure on him. And I've heard people I was watching earlier today on Fox with uh, Joniak and Thayer and Luke Canellis, and they're talking about blitzing. I'm telling you, you can you can do that. But, you can get burned doing oh it. Oh my too. God! You can yeah. blitz Aaron Rodgers, and he will beat you. And I know, mm-hmm. I know. They said, I think they said four of his five interceptions this year. <laughs> four of his five interceptions. <laughs> think, Again, think I'll repeat that. that. Yeah. yeah, four oh. of his five interceptions came when he was being blitzed. Okay, that sounds like a a nice little number, but so many times he'll pick up the blitz. He's one of the smarter quarterbacks you you will ever see play the game of football and uh, he will be able to read where the blitz is coming from the the Packers receivers are not stupid he's got a bunch of them and you know he's just throwing guys out there Brown I won't say his first name because I'll screw it up but he was so fast he would just they just put him in a slot 
uh, last week and just had him run up against the, uh, the, the, the slot corner, and he was unable to cover him because of the speed. I would not be surprised to see that. Equiminius Brown, I think it is. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is, yeah. And um, he, he caught a touchdown pass just because you put him in the slot and your slot, the slot receiver can't cover him. So Duke Shelley's going to be tested sometime today. The Robert Tunyon with the uh, going over the middle, and you've got two linebackers, Roquan Smith and Danny Trevathan, who've played pretty well, actually, over the last several weeks. But they're, one of them is going to have to keep an eye on, the, on their tight ends. And uh, there's so many weapons, and Aaron Rodgers is just, he's just picking and choosing. He's just sitting back there. He looks more comfortable than I've ever seen him at quarterback right now. Well, and here's the other thing. When you look at the Packers' defense, um, and you mentioned the Tennessee game. So, yeah, there's snow on the ground. It's up in Green Bay. and But that is a Tennessee team that is was, what, tops in the league going into that game and yeah. scoring second in yards. And that Packers' defense, seventh overall in the NFL, um, they uh, held them to 260 yards and 14 points. So I don't know if it wasn't Titans weather or not, but that's pretty significant when you shut down an offense and a running game that had its way with pretty much anyone throughout the season. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no, like I said, when I went back and watched it yesterday, uh, Derrick Henry had a couple of nice runs in the first quarter, but nothing really established. And I'm not sure if it was running in the snow after training in Nashville and all that stuff, but, and, you know, playing your games in Nashville, but they did not look uh, very, very good. Jason Wildy uh, was out with Waddle and Sylvie the other day. We'll hear more of his cuts, but this one was Wildy talking about the best way to actually slow down the Packer quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. What the Carolina Panthers did two weeks ago, has been the most effective thing we have really seen, which was drop sometimes eight into coverage and use a three-man rush and flood the secondary with defensive players who made it hard for Rodgers to have people open right away. Now, does it work all the time? No. And did it work initially for them? The Packers scored on their first three drives in that game and were up 21-3. to But Rodgers when he's given time but no one to throw to, that seems to have been the recipe to really kind of muck up their offense. And, it, you know, it's kind of like a clogged pipe that, you know, the, the, the flow just isn't there. And so I, I don't know if blitzing, and again, you know, who knows, Chuck Pagano has uh, coordinated more defenses than I have, but, I don't know if that's the route that I would go either. I, I really do think that you have to pick your spots with the blitz, and you have to disguise it so well because Rodgers, you know, especially, again, in this offense where they use motion to get tips on what the opposing defense is going to do. Mike McCarthy's offense didn't do that. Mike McCarthy's offense was line up and go, and Rodgers has just orchestrated this offense so well that the blitzing has not been effective with with really the exception of the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about is he'll read the blitzes. The one thing when you watch, anytime you watch the Packers play, the the bootlegs where he, you know, everybody runs one way and all of a sudden there's a guy wide open on the other side and he just flips the ball to him and the guy gains 15, 20 yards, whatever it is. And I can see that happening numerous times today against the Bears. Yeah, and then conversely, when you look at what the Bears offense is going to go against uh, the Packers defense and Mike Pettin, their defensive coordinator, you know, here's a report from Ian Rappaport this morning that not only is Matt Nagy safe, but he's been, quote-unquote, more involved in the play calling recently. Yep. Okay, I mean, I, I don't know what that means exactly, but we have a Twitter poll out there. Is that A, good, 
bad or be bad or C so bears. I mean, this season's been so confusing and inconsistent and quarterback gets bench, quarterback gets hurt, bench quarterback comes back, bench quarterback makes an argument to be back next year as a starter, Mitch Trubisky. And then Bill Lazor takes over play calling after Matt Nagy said, eh, we're not there yet. And then they got there. And how does that, I mean, I know he's the head coach, but yeah. it, can you do it by committee? I mean, is he just vetoing plays or say, hey, I'd rather run this here? And Mitch Trubisky says he's got a voice in the offense. Whatever it is, it's working against some pretty bad defenses. But is Matt Nagy, and look, I'll answer for me, it's good because if he is in fact safe and he's got two more years on this contract, I want him to be the offensive guru he was advertised to be when he got here. Sure. Right? Sure. I don't want him just being the guy keeping spirits up and keeping the team together and rah rah and kumbaya and 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 being, you know, give credit for keeping the locker room together. That's all wonderful and it's necessary, but it's much more necessary in my world for him to be the offensive mind. We thought Ryan Pace told us that we were going to get with this guy and that he could actually, you know, c- uh, develop a quarterback. Now, I think that jury's definitely still out because it, it, whatever it was, Bill Lazor started calling the plays when things started clicking. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's an interesting report anyway. It is. He's not going anywhere. And by the way, he's got his fingerprints back on the offense. Yeah. Points Bet Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet. Download the Points Bet app. Do it now. 312-332-3776. We're talking Bears-Packers, a 325 kick at Soldier Field. Uh, they were expecting a little bit more snow. I didn't see a whole heck of a lot of it uh, out there on the drive-in. So it should be a relatively uh, clean. Um, I know they had a tarp on the field earlier today. And uh, it should be a pretty nice field for the Bears and the Packers. We'll talk with Jeff Dickerson around 2 o'clock. We'll get Teddy Greenstein, the points bet sportsbook guy, uh, see how the um, people are betting the game today. Um, right now, the last I saw, it was the Bears a, uh, getting four points in the over-under. I think it was 48 and a half. So, and it opened it with four and a half, right? Yeah, so I think so. A little bit of bear money coming in. Yeah, it hasn't moved much. So uh, I know the uh, it, it's a big game. The players are excited. Uh, Matt Nagy's excited. We'll hear from Trubisky. We'll hear from Nagy. We'll hear from you. 312-332-3776. Right here on ESPN 1000 Points Bet Sportsbook Pregame Show. Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show continues on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. A 325 kick at Soldier Field. Hanley and Hubner with you all the way up till 3 o'clock. And don't forget, keep listening. We got a uh, Points Bet pregame contest going for you. $200 game day package, $100 in wagers on horse racing via the mobile Club Hawthorne account, and $100 in sports wagers via the mobile Points Bet account. We'll ask for you to call when we're ready for the contest. So keep listening, and we'll look for the 10th caller when that pops up. Brian Hanley, Fred Hubner. Brian, let's get to the phones um, out in Old Town. It is uh, George. George, what's happening today? Hi, Freddie and company. Look, this is a black and blue division game today. It's all about the offensive line. When the Packers defer after they win the flip, if the Bears can go down and control the line of scrimmage on offense and run that ball with those new guys, that new offensive middle of the line, that would be great for the team in the long run, and I think they can win this game. And we should have an edge on the defensive line with their Bakhtiari guy out. It's all about it's all about winning your assignments. I just want to see us play well. 
And, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, and, and George, I agree with you. We appreciate the call and getting this started. Um, that's what you want to do, Brian. And, and I've said that for years and years. You don't mind sometimes if you're, I mean, obviously you never want your team to lose. You just want them to go on out there and have a good game uh, and play well and hang with a team that is probably, what you know, the one or two seed in the NFC. And I get it, Fred. And, and you know, our caller is really, you know, singing to the choir here because you, you want them to the Bears to take the ball and march down the field yeah. like I do yep. and play from a lead, right? So if you really believe in this offense and it really has turned some sort of corner here and it's capable of putting up first-half points, third-quarter points, whatever the, the bugaboo was earlier in the season, you know, I get, if you're looking for a reason not to do that, I get the Green Bay Packers' defense is fifth in the league in, in first-half scoring defense, right? Right. Allowing 10 points per half. And a month and a half ago, 10 points in the first half for the Bears, it would have been a minor miracle. But, you know, go out there, say, we're, we're ready for you. We believe in this offense and march it down the field and, and hopefully get a, a touchdown, not settle for a field goal, but get points. And then let the defense, you know, start to do what they did for the most part of the first half. Now, obviously, it's not been the same defense recently, and that is concerning because it has to bring its A game today. But, you know, I, I look, you always say it, and you're right, coaches – I mean, it's just automatic. Win the flip, defer to the second half, right. take the ball after sure. halftime. Sure, sure. And that's what they do. And so you almost, you, if you're a fan, you almost rather have the Packers win the toss and uh, so that they say, we'll defer and then give the Bears the ball. But knowing them, who knows? Maybe they'll say, we want the ball first. We want to be hey, able to march downfield. They look back in November, the, the game against the Bears, and say, uh, November 29th, yeah. we scored on each of our first three drives. Right. Well, let's go ahead and do that again. Sure. Sure, put the Bears reeling right off the bat and score early. So we'll see what happens. Well, it'll be exciting all the way, even at the coin toss. It'll be exciting. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Thanks to George for his call. Um, I'm looking here, and like he mentioned, the offensive line. Bears have averaged 151.4 rushing yards and 5.2 yards per carry with nine touchdowns in their last five games. The rushing total fifth best in the NFL during those five games. Packers 14th in the NFL in rush defense, but 24th in yards per carry. They allowed an average of 157, 157 yards in their three losses. The Bucks ran it for 158, Vikings for 173, and the Colts for 140. So there is that opportunity there, and that's where the whole thing about being able to run against the the Packers defense. But you know, when you when I watched them shut down a Derrick Henry, I said, "Well, where's this?" I mean, they seem <laughs> they seem to do pretty damn well uh, against one of the best rushers in all of the NFL. And so. speaking of the Bucks, by the way, Mike Evans, I guess that injury uh, yeah. isn't slowing him down today, is it? Well, yeah, it's not slowing anybody else down, but it'll slow. It looked terrible. It looked like a bad injury when his yeah. leg kind of your leg's not supposed to move like that. Um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, they just keep scoring, and it's weird because um, this week seventeen is so weird because so many teams are you know there's teams out of it. There's teams that just need to kind of win if the other team's winning, so they're scoreboard watching. Earlier this week, they were asking Matt Nagy about the whole kind of thing about scoreboard watching. Yeah, I think that's probably the direction that we'll go as well we got to worry about us and we got to make sure that uh uh that we do everything we can to win this game so uh we'll discuss that go through all that but if i had to lean one way or the other i'm sure that most of us would would want it that way and i I think that that's a uh the right thing to do when he said that i think basically you don't need a scoreboard up on the screen when there's no fans in the stands 
Okay, right. there's no reason for that, and probably he would like it if there was no score of the uh, Cardinal Rams game up on the scoreboard, so the players didn't see that. Just play your game, try to win, and go from there. I assume he can get that done if he. He would think that. so. If he doesn't really want that to happen, I would think that yeah. they, they could accommodate the head coach of the Bears. Yeah, you would think uh, there would be a good possibility that would happen. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. There's so many things. I mean, I'm looking here. I read uh, Mark Potash's columns today, and uh, and Brad Biggs did a whole thing. And Biggs, the headline for the Biggs article is basically: there's only one guy that's going to make all these decisions, yep. and it's the guy we haven't heard from in a while. I think he's since, since September 10th, and that's George McCaskey. He hasn't spoken publicly since then. And um, who knows? We have no idea what he's thinking. You and I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure about you, but I kind of think that with the way they've played over the last several games, I'm thinking most of them are safe. I think Nagy and Pace will probably be back. Trubisky, who knows? Um, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it, with, when it comes to Trubisky, it's as much a question mark. It, does he and his agent think there's a future here, or has he just want a, a, a fresh start somewhere else? And, right a chance to prove to everyone that maybe this wasn't the best place. You know, he got benched. He said it was a blindside, didn't see it coming. Um, there's There been reports that he's not the biggest fan of Matt Nagy after being benched. But, yeah, I mean, it, it again, it seems like the Bears have few options in terms of, if not Mitch, who. Um, but does Mitch really want to come back? And, and to Brad Biggs' column, when you mentioned that, if God forbid the Bears, you know, end up getting blown out today, right? And we know that Virginia gets pissed when that happens. Is that enough to restart conversation within the building about, okay, Ted Phillips? What you know? What does he do for a living? Matt Nagy, uh, by the way, you know, Ryan Pace, you're back. We have to have, talk about what you're doing, and and you know, the quarterback. I mean, who knows? Maybe the quarterback stays and everyone else goes. But I don't think they're going to get blown out today. Um, I could be wrong because Bears-Packers has a way of reverting back to Packers dominating and taking advantage of whatever the Bears give them. Um, but that said, I, I just I think as we sit here today, it, it would take an extraordinary result in terms of 40 to nothing or something yeah. for, for changes to be made. I think if you're looking for a reason to keep everybody, as I said last week, I think George has already got that reason. So well, and I think so too. And in Brad Big's column, there's a couple things that are worth that worth looking at. He said Nagy appears to be in good shape to return for a fourth season, something that was much less certain a month ago. The offense, after a slump that lasted more than one and a half seasons, has come to life. And while Nagy was ripe for criticism as the slog continued, he also deserves credit since turning over the play calling duties to coordinator Bill Lazor. And then we see what, you know, Ian Rappaport saying that maybe Nagy, in fact, has had a little bit more involvement in the play calling. But also, he mentions that the Bears are 25 and 12 in Trubisky's regular season start since the beginning of 2018. The failure of Nick Foles to stabilize the offense this season requires blame to be spread equally between Pace and Nagy. So there's there's blame to be there, but I think one of the more important things is that there's already six other franchises looking for a general manager. Right. Falcons, Panthers, Lions, Texans, Jaguars, Washington. Um so if you're the Bears, are there seven guys out there that can run NFL teams? Um you know, you may not get one of those guys cuz you're not looking right now. You're well, mate. You're probably not looking right now. Um, so who knows what's going to happen? But a lot of times, and I know you've heard the phrase. Um, sometimes, you know, the people what you know is better than what you don't know. 
uh, yeah, yeah. you know, the the people you know. And uh, I know I'm I'm screwing it up a little bit, but um, the evil, the know. evil, right? The evil you know better than the evil you don't. And it's like, who knows? You know what you have in Ryan Pace. You do have. He has he has done some good things this year. When you look at guys like Jalen Johnson, Cole Komet, now that he's finally playing, Darnell Mooney, uh, guys like Montgomery. this, right? I mean, a third round guy, yeah, I, yeah. But you know what? If you can't get the quarterback, right, I know. And and you know it'd be interesting to figure out was was Matt Nagy pounding the desk for Nick Foles because uh, of Philadelphia um, was that Ryan Pace's idea and, and Matt Nagy was all for it. Did I, it it's great you find guys in the third round the fifth round the sixth round whatever and it's great you can swing a deal for Cole Mack and we debated a few weeks ago whether the price you paid was worth it for the production right. you got after the first season. But the fact that if you can't get the quarterback, I mean, Mike Lennon, Mitch Trubisky, jury's still out, although a lot of people are saying, okay, I, I see it now. You know, he's coming along. Yeah. Okay. Four years into it. It's great. Um, Nick Foles. And so do you trust, if they're going to draft a quarterback, do you trust Ryan Pace to be that guy again? Uh, it's it's the most only the most important position on the field. So, yeah, right. I mean, the trend is that he doesn't know what he's looking at. And and we went back and, and read some of the quotes from Ryan Pace when he, he got Trubisky and the scouting report, the thumbnail he gave us, that's not the guy that we've seen. No. So no. your evaluation was way off, and it's a good thing that he's finally come into his own and is leading an offense that's doing something the last three or four weeks, five weeks. But in totality, is it good enough? Yeah, we talk about um... – Who's who's more important? If the Bears win, is it going to be because of Mitch and the offense or the defense? And Nagy said just the other day, he said the defense is actually looking forward to another shot at Green Bay. Just me knowing who they are, you know, every week, all year long, and what they've been through. Um, you know, the magnifying glasses, the performance that we had, you know, on defense in Green Bay, and so our guys are competitors, and and they know um, that they can play a lot better, and so um, they're motivated. Uh, I don't think it's all for them. It, it's more about just going out and doing things and, and playing fast. And, and uh, uh, you know, so you, you see guys like Eddie, you see guys like Khalil, like like Akeem, like Roquan, you know, and, and Danny. And there's a bunch of those guys that they, they, have, they have pride and they care about how they play this game, not only for themselves, but for their team and for their city. And so um, they know that they're a good defense. And that game that day, um, you know, we just we didn't play very well. That's as simple as that. And Green Bay played really well. To credit to them. So, again, that's why you get to play two in the division. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't look forward to playing the Packers twice. Not when they're rolling like they have been right now. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. The defense, in my opinion, needs to step up right at the start. They need to put some pressure on uh, Aaron Rodgers. They got to watch because there'll be sometime. Brian, there'll be a sometime today where they have Aaron Rodgers, and you go, they're going to get him. And right. all of a sudden, he'll just sneak out and gain 12 yards in a first down. And it's going to be... I hope it's only 12. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. He gained, uh, he had what his Unless they needed 11. Uh, I think he yeah. had his longest run of the year last year, or last week, against Tennessee. And he he got up smiling, because you know that some of the Tennessee guys were going, hey, old man, how you feeling? And uh, he was running down the field in the snow and just outpacing him. But he does it all the time. 
He he does it. it. It's just so frustrating. Points Bet Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet on the sports you care about. Download the Points Bet app now and get one hundred dollars in free bets when you deposit twenty dollars with code ESPN. Mitch has been good the last four or five weeks. We'll hear from Mitchell Trubisky. We come back and you, if you want to jump in, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Are you pulling for the Bears to win this game? Listen, it's a week seventeen Bears Packer rivalry. If you're a Bears fan. You should say, listen, beat the Packers, and then we'll figure it out as the season goes on. Let us know. 312-332-3776. Hanley and Hubner here on the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show. We're heading to kickoff on the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show. Bears talk continues right after the game. Join us for the Bears postgame show with Jeff Meller and Howard Griffin. And Bears Monday begins at 7 a.m. with the new morning show, Cap and Jay Hood. This is... ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Hanley and Hubner here in the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Brian, I, I know a couple Bears fans were saying they were all geeked up for today, and now you wait till 325 for the kickoff. It's kind of a pain. I mean, I was really looking forward to another noon start, and I know they Don't you feel it. better about drinking a little later in the day, though, Fred? Well, yeah, but you want to get started early, too. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could, but you want to be awake for the whole game, you know, and sometimes you, you drink a few Miller Lights, and it's like, okay, well, I, think I, I need a little nap here, and the game hasn't kicked off yet. Um, but yeah, I, I, the noon starts are great when you when you have a game like this and with the anticipation Bears and Packer fans have. I mean, there's we we know that there are tons of Packer fans in Chicago. I've got one living next to me. Two of my best friends are Packer oh, fans. Sometimes they're, they're in the family, right? I mean, yeah, sometimes. You've got, yeah, yeah, you've got those marriages that yeah, you don't know how they work. But, yeah, you know. I know. So you've got them out there, and um, you know it's tough to. As a Bears fan, it's tough to say anything about them other than maybe the color of their uniforms, you know, the green and gold, and, you know, it's kind of frustrating. I was watching, uh, I read something earlier, someone had asked Cole Komet uh, if he hated the Packers, and he said, I had nothing in my house that was green and gold. He goes, let's just leave it at that. Um, so the Bears and the Packers getting ready to go at it, and I, I would, I'm hoping for, I mentioned how I'm concerned about the Packers' tight ends. I would love to see a big day for Cole Komet and for Jimmy Graham. Graham going back. Hey and playing the uh, Packers again after, you know, like I said, he had five touchdowns in um, in the time he spent in Green Bay over two seasons. He's got eight with the Bears already this year. Um, yeah, and so, mostly in the red zone and yeah. the end zone. And he you know, he said, look, they, they're all saying the right things at House Hall. Right. And your guy Jimmy Graham said, it's all there for us, right in front of us. And they've got the, I guess it's now bulletin board. They've got digital board material now. Sure, sure. They, you know, and no one pulled a double swing and and you know set up a, a set of fire for to, 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 to torch his team. Uh-huh. But I mean, they even posted things from years ago, from a couple of years ago. Aaron Rodgers said about the the Bears. So I, I'd love to hear from Bears fans. I mean, is this is this a, a Bear Packer playoff game where you're? You're, you got the jersey on, you're firing up the grill, you're doing a tailgate and re- getting ready, or you are you conflicted to the point where you're, you're not sure you want to celebrate anything and just uh, the season's left you kind of irpy because of the, the six-game losing streak and the five-and-one start and then the revitalization of the offense, or is it? Uh, you don't know how to feel. 
Well, and that's why today's a huge game. 312-332-3776. Because those who think that the offense is different, it's starting to click, Mitch is figuring things out, David Montgomery running the ball, now you're going up against a team that needs the win to become the number one seed in the NFC and um, get you know home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs. I guess um, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers have never had uh, home field throughout the entire playoffs. Um, plus, they've been to one Super Bowl. And, you know, we talk about that. And you see the Packers, and, you know, it's not easy getting to the Super Bowl. Um, it's, it's very and, and difficult. And you got Aaron Rodgers playing MVP-type football, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to be favorite to win the MVP. Sure he is, yeah. And Matt LaFleur is not Mike McCarthy. And really, is Aaron Rodgers, you know, as much as the reporters, Matt Nagy's back to, to helping Bill Lazer out on, on play calling, I, I don't know, you know, how much Matt LaFleur, Matt LaFleur tells Aaron Rodgers what to do or not to do. Um, because once the ball's in Aaron's hands, I imagine that the Hall of Famer gets to pretty much pick his poison and do what he wants. But it, it, if you're not juiced for this game, maybe you can tell us why. Yeah. Uh, maybe as a Bears fan, you just you, you have to let it, you know, explain to, to us how you're not getting excited for this. Um, we were talking about Jimmy Graham and Matt Nagy talked about Graham's impact on preparing for this one. I think a lot of that for Jimmy, it, what it, where, where that's great is him being able to uh, talk to the guys. We have a younger team, especially uh, on offense, and so he's able to talk to those players and kind of give them the mindset of how to approach the Monday through Saturday more than anything. On game day, they all have their own ways of what they do. They get focused and locked in. But, you know, how do you practice uh, when you're watching tape? You know, what are you looking for? And then as to, you know, how what went on the first game and then how do you approach a big game like this? What's the mindset of that? I think Jimmy would tell you, too, uh, that he's learning in all these years he's been playing. He's probably plays this game a lot different mentally than what he did as a first, second, third year guy. So he can give these younger guys um, his experiences of what he wouldn't do or, or what he would do. So, you know. It just goes back to when you have time in this league like he does and you've played in, in, in big games and played for successful teams, um, you know, you rely on that. And I think now, greater than ever for us on offense, he's a valuable asset, um, not just because of who he is as a player, but but how he practices. And his his speed right now in practice, guys, is his, his GPS numbers are like crazy good in practice in week 16. You know, like in practice and in the game. I mean, he's rolling right now, and we joke about him being 39 or whatever he is, and he's uh, rolling pretty good. <laughs> he's not 39. <laughs> Philip Rivers is 39. Yeah, I think he's 36, actually, yeah. but he's, he's not 39. Uh, our Tito's tip of the game brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's original craft vodka. I'm looking really quickly, and I, I'm talking about the tight ends and you know, on points bet, both Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet for the first touchdown of the game are 1,400. And for any time touchdown today, um, they're plus 215. Not a bad way to make some money. And I think Mitch Mitch has found these guys uh, pretty consistently. He found Graham twice last week. So not a bad way to uh, go uh, for your Tito's tip of the game. Something to keep an eye on because um, you know that they'll be watching uh, Allen Robinson and Probably Darnell Mooney now because Darnell Mooney all of a sudden is a guy that's been contributing and has a lot of speed. But um, I think that's that's a nice way to look. Uh, will, and, it, uh, will it come on a jet sweep? 
Uh, hopefully, the only Jet Sweep will will be run by Darnell Mooney and not by Cole Komet uh, okay. at the one, okay. uh, not the right move. Let's go to you. Should, you should get a boost on that, right? For odds. Oh, the, there's no I, doubt if that play actually works. Yeah, that, yeah. They should say that if Cole Komet scores on the on the Jet Sweep, that will double it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to Buffalo Grove and Jose. Jose, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? We're doing well. Uh, to answer your question about uh, are we going to watch the game, put our jerseys on, hell yeah. I mean, we got COVID. We didn't know if there was, there was a season going to happen this year, and the Bears have a chance. We ought to watch. We ought to root for them. So are you pumped? Are you, you know, a little bit more than you have for some of the previous games this year? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, we're, we're not, we're not, uh, we don't know what, we don't know our football. I mean, we do know our football, so, I mean, we're a little apprehensive. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're pumped. I mean, we have a chance and got two chances. We got, we got Arizona that uh, if they lose, we get in, you know, and who knows? We, we play the, the Saints. We, we play them well. I mean, we just never know. We just got to get in. Yeah, and you never know. Jose, appreciate the call. You never know with COVID, too. I mean, the Saints right now are without without four running backs, including Alvin Kamara. They had to bring up Ty Montgomery, former Packer, and some other players. Well, and here's the other thing, Fred. You look, everyone says, okay, well, the Rams got no shot because you've got uh, golf out with the thumb surgery. Right. So here comes John Wolford, and um, it, that defense still pretty damn good, and Arizona is still pretty much a uh, anyone's guess type team, right? They they've got the young, uh, exciting quarterback, but they also have a coach coach who will make some poor decisions when the game's on the line. So I'm not so sure that's a slam dunk uh, for the Cardinals just to show up and win that game because of the star quarterback being out for L.A. Um, but it it is it is interesting when you look at the the Bears and Bears fans. You know, the Bears themselves are saying. Couple guys said this week, we've been in playoff mode for three or four weeks. Right, right. I don't, I don't know that's necessarily true. I mean, I give Matt Nagy credit to keep the old cliche one game at a time, maybe even focus on the next snap, yeah. let alone the next game. Yeah. But until San Francisco knocked off the Cardinals and, and gave the Bears the help they needed, I don't know that it felt real to them either. So I think it, it's a, a last couple week thing anyway. Well, earlier this week, they talked to Mitch Trubisky, Bears quarterback, about uh, the possibility of just winning this game and getting to the postseason. It means a lot. Um, this is what we worked for, and no matter what happened throughout the course of this season, um, we know there's always going to be ups and downs, sometimes some very highs and sometimes some very lows, which we've experienced this season, um, and, and I've been there myself personally. But it, just to know that you can come out of that and um, there's always going to be brighter days, and you, you just got to keep working and stay in the moment. And that's what we're trying to do this week. We have a great opportunity in front of us. Um, so our job is to just stay in the moment and we got to take advantage of today and then the day's coming forward. And then we give ourselves a great chance on Sunday. So it's all about staying present and staying in the moment. And that's the, the awesome thing is when you've got three or four games uh, to go in a season, you're never sure. It's like, okay, if we win this and they lose and this happens and this, well, now it's, they, they have no other questions. You win, you go to the playoffs. Okay, that's all you need to do. Just go on that's out and win the game. Yeah, as I do. I do like the scenario: Bears wins, uh, Bears win, Cardinals win, Saints win, Seahawks win, and we'll do it all again next week up in Lambeau. Yeah, well, I don't necessarily like that scenario, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would rather not have to play them yeah, again. I, I hear you, especially hear you. especially after beating them this week. That would yeah. that would that there would not go. yeah that would not be encouraging. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll hear a little bit more from Mitch. Also, Aaron Rodgers, and you know what? 
as you get older, you you dish out the respect to your opponents, and he's been doing that throughout the course of the week. We'll hear from him. We come back. It is the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show right here on ESPN 1000. Bears football. We're heading to kickoff on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. I'll tell you one thing, Brian. These early games are scoring like crazy. They're so unbelievable. Right? It's, it's nuts. I mean, the Vikings Lions game is just like just <laughs> just throwing the ball. They're out running all over the place. You're, you're having punt returns for in the Miami game. Um, all kinds of bizarre things. Players getting hurt once in a while. I mean, the Mike Evans injury will be interesting because Tampa was locked in as the fifth seed. I think there was no mm-hmm. real reason, right? Yeah, for them to play their guys and. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see exactly how this all Even plays out. Even the Giants out. are scoring points. Yeah, yeah. Well, they need to, and then they have to. They have to score points and then sit and wait, because if Washington loses tonight, then the winner of that uh, that Giants Dallas game goes and actually wins the division at, with a six and ten record. I think it is. So yeah, that'll be. I nice. know Mike North gave that out on on Twitter. Oh, did and, he? Uh, oh, yeah. So he liked the Giants. Yeah, and um, so far so good, and that's the you know odds couple and, and Mike North. You can't go wrong there. My brother, my brother had a real tough decision today. I was telling Tyler Aki, our producer, when I got here. My brother called me twice today. He goes, he goes, he. he we're in a fantasy league where right. we just play. We don't play head to head. We just play cumulative throughout the whole season. So he's got. Uh, two quarterbacks. He's got Josh Allen and he's got Herbert from um, the Chargers. So mm-hmm. they're kept in reports that they were Buffalo wasn't going to play their players too long. I just looked up and Josh Allen has three touchdown passes. Yeah, yeah. Even if he comes out at halftime, <laughs> right. it's a pretty good day. Yeah, yeah not too shabby. Although I think I did see uh, Bears legend Matt Barkley was warming up on the sidelines. Uh, I saw yeah, they're in the ago, third so. quarter there. So, yeah. I saw him jumping around on the sidelines after a punt return, and I'm going, "What's Matt Barkley jumping around for?" Then I saw Josh Allen throw another touchdown. So. <laughs> Yeah, so my brother's uh, he's like one point um he's he's in one point away from second and seven points away from first mm. in uh at the end of the season. So crunch time. Yeah, I'm at the bottom. So I'm you know, I <laughs> I made like six moves today uh because all of my guys are either hurt or not playing today. So not that it matters at all. So I just gotta go to my well, PayPal and pay off. Last, right? I mean you, well, yeah. Yeah, well, we don't we don't have any of those Waddle and Sylvie things where if you end up last, uh, I got to go, you know, wear right. something or walk down the street with sh- people yelling shame at me or none of that stuff. <laughs> I don't I don't have to do any of that. I just have to pay up, make sure I pay up everybody. So three one two three three two three seven seven six. I mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and um, they'll be obviously on the broadcast today. There'll be a lot of people talking about Aaron Rodgers and how good he's been, and him. Probably being the MVP this season, it would be his third MVP award. And but Rogers is smart. He's gotten to the point where you know he knows that bulletin board material is not a good thing. And he talked about you know when you look at a game like this, no extra motivation needed. Anytime you play in Chicago, there's always that little extra that's built in. I think in the fabric of the organizations from the history of playing so many damn games against each other, and uh, and the. Uh, feelings uh, the mutual feelings that uh, both fan bases have for each other and and the the grimy games that we've had over the years so i don't think you need to add any extra motivation to this game we both have something to play for we're playing for the one seed they're playing for their playoff lives so there's a lot at stake for uh, for both squads Uh, you know we uh, got after them a few weeks ago they've been playing a lot better since then Um, and 
you know, we're, uh, we know what kind of game it's going to be. Yeah, and that, that's the thing this whole this whole week that's been exciting for me is that it's a game where both teams need to win, and, and that's what you hope for in week 17 of a season. Yeah, and not only that, I mean, up there the feeling is that the real rivalry for Green Bay is Minnesota, even right. though Minnesota's had some uh, tough luck the last couple seasons. But because the Bears have, is, has struggled so much, and so consistently against Green Bay, it really does. I mean, he talked about the history, and I think today's what game two hundred two. Yes, between the two teams. Yes. So there's a lot of history, and apparently those Sid Luckman games were uh, pretty impressive. But recent memory, it it seems like the Bears. I mean, even a couple seasons ago, finding way twenty four twenty three, they had the game in their pocket, and Rodgers was hurt, and he came back after halftime and was Aaron Rodgers again. Uh, right. I mean, it's like you've seen that movie so many times, you don't want to see the same ending, but a lot of times you can count on it if you're a Bears fan. Yeah. Uh, Rodgers also, and it's interesting, and you, we heard it earlier with the Mad Nagy cut, but when guy, they call everybody by their first names, and Rodgers does the same when he's talking about the Bears' defense. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the best, uh, if not the best, uh, group of linebackers. Um, I've always been a fan of Danny. I think he's a you know, a great tackler, uh, you know, a downhill guy who brings it every single time. And Roquan is just so talented sideline to sideline. You know, he's he's a dynamic player. Been ascending since uh, he got there. You know, I remember he was holding out. And we were kind of, you know, hoping uh, they wasn't going to play a couple years ago just because he knew the talent level that he had. Um, but he's a special, special player. Uh, Akeem is just a difference maker. You know, he's he's a big body inside who just does so many things. He's uh He's so stout against the run. It's, it's hard to move him. Uh, he's, he's just such a solid player inside. So it's definitely – it's not just, uh, you know, having him back, but the urgency of, of uh, being in a position to make the playoffs changes everything. And uh, they're already a very solid football team. Add a little extra motivation of uh, getting into the playoffs uh, definitely uh, – Definitely makes them more dangerous. It's amazing they call everybody by the first names. In Did hockey, you notice a couple they didn't mention? Yeah, he didn't mention Khalil Mack or Robert Which Quinn. Which is not good. Yeah, and, and look, Robert Quinn. And I noticed, by the way, Matt Nagy in the cut we played earlier in the show. Yeah. He didn't mention him either. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, uh, so, you know, and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, what, what's there to talk about? But Aaron Rodgers hit the highlights. We saw when Akeem Hicks wasn't in there what it looked like. Yes, we did. I wish he would have mentioned Khalil Mack because, you know, I, it's been a couple seasons, two, three seasons now, so – uh, you would have hoped that he would get the Green Bay quarterback's attention, but you know, hopefully today he does. Yeah, that would be nice to see uh, Khalil Mack in the in the backfield chasing Aaron Rodgers. That would be wonderful. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're going to check in with Jeff Dickerson uh, at two o'clock as the Bears get ready to take on the Packers. And um, it, it, it's interesting because. Um, here in Chicago, people that are sitting at home, or you can split your screen and you can watch Bears-Packers on one and the Cardinals and Rams on the other because that game's going to be on CBS today while the Bears are on uh, Fox. So, um, you know, people like love watching the red zone, but if you're a Bears fan, you really only have two games you have to worry about. Yeah, so yeah. just hit hit last channel. Keep hitting that button. You can do that too. Breaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's not a bad way either. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We've got more to hear from. We've got Mitchell Trubisky. We've got some. Uh, we've got a David Bakhtiari cut. We'll hear that in a little bit. And it might have got some of the Bears a little uh, pumped up. Even though it didn't seem like when you listen to the whole cut, it didn't seem like he was really 
putting out any bulletin board material. But when you're a, a player, you can take anything and work it your way. And I'd be interested to see how they did it up at Hallis Hall. We'll talk to Jeff Dickerson. Maybe he knows a little bit more about that. J.D. out at Soldier Field today for Week 17. Bears and Packers, we're discussing it here on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show.